Star, thank you so much. I'm really, really very touched by by the song that you you sang. I I personally did not have a lot of experiences with songs when I for my journey into Islam, but I feel that uh, songs are you know songs that about Allah and, and about the Prophet are, are most likely uh you know the things that make me cry sometimes. So yeah. uh very very touched by 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 your story. We've we've had Brother Ali actually come out to our show a few uh five, six days ago mm. and uh he shared his experience of coming to Islam through the Al Fatiha. Mm. So uh alhamdulillah I, I i'm i'm sure you know uh musics like like this uh, song played a big role in, in you coming to islam yeah. and uh i i just want to tell you that uh then and right now you are in a uh if i'm not wrong a nashik group right songs of presence and you guys also have an instagram page mm. so uh if and if you guys uh any of anyone who is listening is interested please go and check them out at songs of presence Yeah, and mm-hmm. uh, another interesting thing for our Chinese listeners is that uh, our sister Ashalina here uh, has a very, very uh, you know, very keen hobby of uh, singing nashits in Chinese. So mm-hmm. I think uh, one of the uh, Chinese uh, Chinese New Year events, she actually sing. Uh, is it Tola ah or is it yeah, uh, Tola? Yes, Tola. Do you do you still remember the lyrics in Chinese? Yeah, because because I was, I mean, I. I and others, uh, brother Baritmayo also was the one who asked me who if I can do the translation in Chinese. So yeah, we actually came up with the Chinese and with some other other uh Chinese uh reverts as well. Yeah, so came up with the lyrics. Yeah, so do yeah. Do, uh, do you mind uh singing the just the chorus for us uh the Chinese version so that perhaps the one the okay. the listeners Chinese listeners could relate a, a little bit more to it. Inshallah, let me check. Tola 走向珍珠的道路，走向珍珠的道路，哆啦阿巴的如阿赖那，民在里呀，走哇啦，我家把祝古鲁阿赖那，马达伊拉伊达，你在我们中间成长，你一言不发的带来。这个城市的骄傲，走向珍珠的道路，走向珍珠的道路，哆啦阿巴的如阿赖那，民在里呀，铁瓦达，马家巴苏古鲁阿赖那，马达伊拉伊达。Okay. Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah. Thank you so much. Jazakallah khair. Thank you so much, sister. Um, I I just got reminded actually by by your sharing and also the the song that you were singing. Actually, your your the experiences now that you're sharing and, and your story. That's why it really shows how versatile Islam is. You know, for those who are listening and think that there's no community for you when you come to Islam, you're, you're wrong. 
you know, Islam is such a versatile uh, religion where, you know, even uh, Qasidas and Nashids can be sung in different languages, you know. Mm, and yes. uh, of course, uh, if you are Chinese, then there's a budding community in Singapore for you that, that even requires a Nashid to be translated into Chinese because there are so many Chinese Muslims, they are, they are you know, craving to have a Chinese Nashid to sing. Mm. And uh, you know, so, so, so many other races are embracing Islam. And, and to you, sister, I'm really uh, very, very... Uh, inspired by your story la. and I just wanted to know you know uh, which part of Islam really appealed to you the most because I think like in this month right something that really appeals to me is really the the, 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 the status of one's fast la. because uh, a poor man's fast and a rich man's fast this month is kind of it's, it's the same you know like people could you know, give more in a sense when it comes to zakat or they can solat more mm. or they could, you know, uh, pay more for a better hajj or longer hajj. But if you want to f- if you want to fast in the month of Ramadan, whether you're rich or poor, you have time or don't have time, you're still doing subo to Maghrib. Yeah. Like, you can't, like, pray, you can't fast from subo to Ishak just because you want to increase your fast, right? Mm. So, you know, some that, that's, that's really something very special about Islam that, that, that I, I really love lah, because it really places people on an equal level. And, and 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 that's something that really appealed to me, but um f- for you like when you were coming to Islam right was there a part of Islam the a beauty of Islam that really appealed to you that that stood out to you that made you want to come into Islam? Uh, besides um really getting to know who is the real God uh, and Alhamdulillah I have like found found Allah already Alhamdulillah or maybe maybe I should say that that Allah found me yeah either one but yeah Allah knows so I think. Uh, what appeals me was uh, maybe the knowledge because because before I actually know there's Daru Akam, I actually didn't know that there's Daru Akam uh, because all along I have been self-studying by myself. It's until when, whereby my friend says that oh, there's this convert association in Singapore at, um, at um, Geylang. So, and when I actually got to know that actually when I was young, it's kind of uh, Allah's plan that because my grandmother, um, my grandmother usually will bring bring me and my sisters to Gelang along along the way, uh, Gelang to to go go into the either to check complex because one of the um optical shop was opened by my uncle's friend, so normally we will go there to fix our spectacles. So so I, I remember when I was young that uh. I actually came across this building. <laughs> this building is like super dark. It's like when I was walking past, it's like, eh, I, I was like, I was like, I was like super curious and I asked my grandmother, Grandma, uh, what happened to this building? Is it because they have no money to pay bills? Because it's like so dark. So, <laughs> so when I actually grow up and enter Daru's, that building is actually Darakam. So, I don't really say it's coincident, but I think it's our last plan. It's like it's like after one year after I actually convert to Islam, I alhamdulillah actually got a chance to uh, visit Umrah. Uh, yeah. So so because I never been to Umrah Umrah before. Yeah. But the thing is, when I was there, it's like there's another deja vu come back to me, whereby I have this dream that I will be in um. Uh, um, Masjid Kutba, whereby the, the first mosque that Prophet Muhammad Wasallam built. So I was there, and I, I mean, it's like from the, the point of time where I, I reached uh, Jaddah International Airport, 
the 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 whole whole atmosphere whole vision was like exactly the same what of what I dreamt before, so it's like Subhanallah. So it's really like Mashallah. So yeah, so Allah is great. Yeah, so yeah, Allah is great. I think a lot of us experience miracles when you come to Islam, you know, especially when we set our intentions right for Allah. I think that is something that a lot of converts experience increases. Sometimes there's just no, uh, like, just, just no solid, tangible reason. But a reason that makes sense to you through your own miracles, you never knew that it would be possible. But Allah shows that it's possible and then that really increases your yakin. And I think perhaps another one is also the logic of Islam really appealed to you uh, mm. through the knowledge, as you mentioned, that Dara Akam really that teaches. And there's really like no no question that, that cannot be answered through, mm. uh, you know, Islam, you know. Yeah. And and of course, you know, with the, the the high level of our scholars, even if they did not know the answer to the questions, they will always defer it to someone else, you know. That, but they will never tell us that there is no answer. Mm. So, there's something also very beautiful about Islam. Yeah. But let's move on right now to, to the challenges that you face in, mm. in like, perhaps before or after your conversion also can, which mm. is, like, one or two biggest uh, biggest challenges that, one or, one or two of the biggest challenges that you have been through uh, in your entire journey of 10 years. For me, I think it will be more to my family members. It, I mean, it's not really a challenges, but it's, um, because to me, after my whole experience and the, conviction that Islam is the one, I actually go all out uh, to strive for the sake of Allah, inshallah, uh, to learn as, ma- as much as possible. Then, yeah, so one uh, one fine day, I couldn't, I mean, I refused to sleep because I know that I won't be able to wake up. So I decided to read more about Islam and all. Then, um, challenges started whereby my sister, my sister actually found out yeah, so, uh, actually my mom was the one that found out first. Actually, not really found out, but I actually caught her because my mom is a Malaysian. So uh, at that point of time, she's, um, she's, in, she's in Malaysia. So, so I actually caught her. Uh, Mommy, I actually, I want to tell you something that I want to convert to Islam. And I mean, definitely her first reaction was is it because, because you got a boyfriend. So I say, no, I don't have a boyfriend, but it's just that I want to convert it by myself. So yeah, so I mean, alhamdulillah, her reaction was positive. So she said that uh, as long as you, as long as you don't um, do bad things and all, it's it's okay with her. Yeah. So second person was, uh, my was my sister. So because I was like super close with my sister, and especially my maybe both sister, but one of it is my elder sister. Whereby, because I was I was also the one that asked her to, uh, get to know about Christianity. So maybe in her viewpoint that I am a three minute, uh, like three minute you do a thing and three minute you do another thing kind of person. Uh, yeah, correct. Yeah, so, so to me, yeah, so, so, yeah, so the challenges started. Uh, I, I didn't really talk to my, my elder sister for two, two weeks, two months actually. My second sister was okay. She, she's, uh, she's a person who concerned, but, won't really press press you kind of person. So by my other sister, she she I, I think it pains her for me. Uh, um, it pain her pains her so much that I am actually decided to uh, go into Islam because she she knows that Islam is a one way traffic. Whereby you enter into the Islam, you cannot go out anymore. 
because in Islam, you also know that if someone who has the knowledge and you know Allah and you turn away from the religion, somehow uh, you will go to hell. Yeah, it's the biggest thing. Yeah, it's a sh- yeah. So, so, yeah. So, I know that. I know that. That's why. Yeah, so I know that. That's why I was like actually convict- convicted to, to go into it. So, yeah. Uh, so, I didn't, she didn't talk to me. So throughout the whole two months, um, I I make I make a lot of I make a lot of prayers, uh, to Allah that hope that one day they will accept. So so, throughout the whole thing, I was like reading English translated Quran because, uh, I can't really read, uh, Arabic yet. So I just read the meaning, and all. So somehow or rather, there are another miracles that happened to me whereby, uh, somehow or rather my writing skills or maybe my Mm, my my reading skill or, or my vocabulary uh, like improved somehow la. so so yeah so I decided to write to my sisters about um uh about how are they and how is she and all so so yeah so from the letter right I actually stated one of the thing web to her whereby uh if if I I converted to Islam or used to be my sister. So, so, so yeah, one of the many things that I wrote, this is the one that I could, could remember. So, so yeah, so I, yeah, yeah, I did, I did. No, I handwritten, handwritten. <laughs> yeah, so, so I just put it on her desk and so I'll see, see what's, what's, uh, what's going to happen. So, yeah, so the letter I wrote to her, uh, uh, one one evening, uh, there's somehow answers. So she came into the room and said that, uh, she, uh, she will not be, uh, she will not. She said that she, I will not be your sister. Uh, then after that, I was like, oh, okay, okay, can, yeah. So so I was like, I was like trying to hold my tears, yeah. So so I went into the toilet to actually cry out, and I realized that toilet. Even even though toilet is a is a house of shaitan, but I still find that toilet is a place whereby you you can cry all out without people disturbing you. So I like to cry in a toilet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. So so yeah. So so gradually, uh, gradually after two months, my sister actually start to accept, um open up to me yeah start to open up to me and all then then yeah then after that it was my grandma uh because my grandma is like a mother to me because she is also one of one of the lady uh, uh awesome lady who brought me and my siblings and one of my uh, and my cousins up so so she has seen me through my transition from a little girl who who uh, is super scared of heat uh, from wearing like t-shirt to long sleeve. Uh, she actually did like f- felt very suspicious and started to ask me, uh, are you not hot? And they say, uh, no, not, I'm not hot. Yeah, this kind of thing. Lah. So, so yeah, so, so yeah, so since she knows the suspicious in me, she started to start all her tests. She started to uh pork say that oh this is your favorite food uh pork 
mincemeat pork with um, smashed potato, then she went to fry it. Because that day, uh, I think it's also Ramadan, it's a fasting month as well. So I know I cannot eat pork. So I just pretend to put it in my mouth and pretend to chew. Then after she left, I will just spit it out. Yeah. Yeah. So all these things. So also there's one time when I was in IT, uh, because I have a good sister, a good friend. Uh, she uh, And also it's also one of my first few uh, foster family, or I can say step family that, uh, that, uh, that they like in a way they treat me like their daughter and they so-called uh, share with me about hadith and all so so yeah so 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 yeah they actually gave me a lot of uh uh prayer gummers uh juba and etc so i was like super happy to and, and i brought it back yeah so so yes so i actually put it in my sister room and i was hoping that what if i'm like one day if i'm free i will go and like take it out and see what is it but the thing is the next day when i came home um it actually gone so i was super um sad and disappointed that i know that nobody will do it except for my grandmother so but but the thing is i did not dare to question her so i was in a i was like 19 years old only so i had this like teenager kind of mindset about okay you want to play with me i'll play with you I will buy as many as many um, Islamic stuff as possible. You want to throw, you throw. I don't really care. Yeah. So so this is the rebellious kind of thing that I had when I was like 19 and so. Yeah. But alhamdulillah. Yeah. And, and also the thing is, I didn't talk to my grandmother. After that incident, I didn't talk to my grandmother for one month. Yeah. So, so yeah. So, so but alhamdulillah, one month later, Allah softened her heart in a way whereby she was the first person that gave me gave me a long sleeve shirt yeah so it was like super touching yeah inshallah yes inshallah yeah so so yeah yeah so yeah so yeah alhamdulillah then then the third person was my uncle my uncle was also uh he he actually also um have the duty of like a father fatherly figure to me because uh yeah so because my my and my my own dad is uh the last one to know yeah uh, I will share with y'all later why uh so yeah my third uncle is like the fatherly figure to me and my siblings it's because um he he is also the one who like treat us like a daughter then brought us up and all then yeah then then yeah so one fine day um I think my grandmother definitely will go and tell him so she went to tell tell him about my um my my news then yeah so that day was actually the eve of chinese new year i had to go out to my i don't know where, where i have to go but i know that one of the place was my uh my foster parents house so so i actually went and i actually kind of miss the reunion dinner because it's like it's like you have you there's nothing you can eat so so my mindset was yeah yeah, so my mindset was like, okay, now mind, I just miss la, miss miss it, you know, kind of thing. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So so I actually came back home at around eleven. 
yeah so so yeah so i went to my sister sister room and yeah now i was like then after that i i then after that i decided to one thing to enter the living room and i saw my uncle my uncle was like hey where you go just come back ah. you go mouse is it now i was like i was like frozen <laughs> I was like frozen where I was like I was trying to put a smile. Say, oh no la no la. I went to my my friend's house. Oh okay. Then then I was like I was like I I enter my sister room immediately after after I heard it. Then I was like telling my sister, oh shit, how did my how did uncle knows about this? Then after that, I remember that I actually accidentally put my translated Quran on the floor. Yeah, so I think that's how they know it. Yeah, yeah. So also, also yes. So after he knows, he actually uh invited me and my two sister to his office, and also um some uh I can say maybe a we a a religion um guy, but he this guy doesn't have a religion. So he's like sharing with us about uh, Buddhism and etc. Yeah, at my uncle's office. So so the whole time when we were there, I was super unhappy because that guy, uh, that guy, uh, that mis- that that guy who is my uncle's friend has been like keep on criticizing about Islam. That Islam is bad. Blah 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 blah. So I was like, I was like so annoyed. But then I asked my sister. I mean, that guy doesn't have, even have a religion. Who is he to even criticize about Islam? Yeah. So so I was like super pissed. Yeah. Then after that, uh, after that, uh, after my uncle, uh, like in a way, invited us. He he actually invited uh, me again, me alone again to his office to share about Buddhism and um, uh, and Islam. So I was kind of nervous because. I was pretty very new about the knowledge of Islam, but I actually went there. I actually shared with my uncle about what's Islam, um, what's what's the four mazhab, and etc. Like whatever I know, I will just share. Uh, yeah. So so yeah. So he he also shared with me about Buddhism, what's Buddhism and all. So however, I actually raised a question to him about um. Like example, my grandmother. Uh, I mean, uncle, do you know that uh, my grandmother has been very tired of like, like I mean, I, I mean, I actually I told him, uh, do you think that it doesn't make sense whereby grandma wake up early in the morning to cook, then in ho- the hopes that the uh my great grandfather will come and eat. Is I mean, he actually tell me that yeah, it doesn't make sense, but because she's old. Because she's oh she's just letting letting her do it. Then, then I am then I and then that part I am much more certain that Islam is the one, whereby, whereby you know like, I mean, I mean we all know that even if it I mean what what's the truth is the truth, what's false is the false. So even if you know that the person is old in is very old already and like you're like trying to like cover up the the false the false truth that is actually not true kind of thing so so I, to me i think to me it's not right yeah so but 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 i think i mean yeah at the end of the day it's at the end of the day whatever it is i think 
yeah, I cannot do anything. I can only pray. So, yeah. So, I mean, I mean, I know my duty as a granddaughter or what. I will try my best to spread that war and all. Yeah. So, so yeah. So, so yeah. There's nothing I can do. But uh, one thing that I'm certain is that uh, I'm certain that Islam is the one. So, yeah. Alhamdulillah. What about what about uh now like. How are their like uh sentiments towards your faith now? Uh, actually, they are, uh, they are all like agreeable. They already accepted, uh, me as a individual. Uh, yeah. For myself, uh, it's, it's, I, 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 I did it in a much worse way that you could ever imagine. Uh, before I went to embrace Islam, right, I actually sent a text to my family WhatsApp group. That uh, <laughs> see your eyes getting bigger there. Yeah, they're like uh, I wanted to be a Muslim. So like, mm. like just for any potential couple out there, okay. sending a message uh. to announce your conversion to a WhatsApp group is never a good idea. Okay, like the least you could do is to gather them together and then make an announcement because I got bombarded straight away. Yeah. Like <laughs> I was twenty. I don't know. I think I was nineteen. And then wow. uh, I sent a kind of message to the group, and of course, you know, like what you said, these are something song road to the three minute uh, interest, and I I got I got I got flame like, basically. So uh, it, yeah, yeah yeah I think yeah. I I'm I'm actually quite uh we all we all are fighting our own battles as converts, and especially for family members, even if sometimes they are acceptive, right? Uh, we still would want them to. Uh, become Muslims because uh, it, it, this becoming a Muslim really guarantees them a, a, a solid very solid chance of mm. going to paradise rejoining with us you know and and a very very motivational video on YouTube one of the Ustaz yeah. actually mentioned right. before he's a convert right. so he, he cried on stage you know he said you know you have to appreciate your parents as born Muslims you know you guys can you guys can at least pray mm. for your parents but 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 for me I, I don't know if my prayers will be accepted or not no. because my parents isn't Muslim and, yeah and, correct I, I just want to see them in Jannah with me if correct. I go to Jannah but I'm not able to yeah, because correct. they are not Muslim and so he, he, he broke down and I realised that yes yeah. actually even if sometimes our family support us you know uh, correct. Correct. We, we, we might still want them to become Muslims and that is really one of the challenges that, that we go through and really thank, thankful for you uh, mm. you know in sharing your experience with us uh I guess like the things that we can do as 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 converts lah. Yeah, my my yeah. personal approach to this, I, I think your personal approach was was amazing. You know, you sit down, you you listen to what people have to say, then you slowly but surely over time or or through a very calm setting, tell them what Islam is and show your mm-hmm. sister through you know uh letters and and I I'm sure it was it wasn't an easy time for you lah. You know the people whom you yeah. love slowly one by one they realize and it starts yeah. unraveling right and then it it, it I, I'm sure it has been extremely it, it was extremely tough. And, and really kudos to you for 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 going through that. Uh, my personal approach, my alhamdulillah, my family was supportive eventually. But I had something like what you happened, what happened to you? you know, I had uh, my mother's friend came and talked to me, and he was a he was a convert who converted because of marriage, had a uh, divorce, oh, yes. but had children. Yes. Then went out of Islam. Then went back into Islam. Mm. So like he seen all parts, okay. you know, like. Yeah, so uh, he oh, came and talked to me lah. Then mm. like what you, like like similarly like what happened to you? Eventually, I managed to convince him to persuade my mother instead to let me become a Muslim. So they they are supportive, but I would love for them to become Muslim. So mm. of course, my personal approach is to whatever I'm doing now in life, I try to excel in it to succeed. Yeah. You know, because by their measure, uh, as non-Muslims, uh, they might measure life success mm. in accordance to money. 
or 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 certain positions or grades, you know. So sometimes, I I just want them to think, yeah, you know, right. just plant a seed in their brain, you know. If I can be doing well in whatever I do after I become a Muslim, even much better, then perhaps there's something mm. in Islam that is worth looking at, you know. So that is my personal approach, mm. and uh, uh, inshallah, I hope it works. <laughs> you know, mm. I still are uh, working on it. We all fighting our own battles, but uh, Alhamdulillah, it's been a very enlightening conversation with you. Inshallah. inshallah. Uh, Inshallah. I would just like yeah. to take this opportunity to thank you again uh, for, for really coming mm. down here and sharing your story and your challenges. So, I, I just want to ask you one last thing before we move on to our next segment. Uh, what is one tip you would give like to... Okay, I'm so sorry. Uh, at, what age, at, what, at what age do you take your shahada? You took your, your shahada in 2010, right? And I guess, were you 19 then or like 20? Because when I started to look for religion, was I was 17, 18. So, so yeah, so when I actually convinced that Islam is the one, I wasn't a Muslim yet. So, I was like in mid, mid uh, 2018 to 2019. So, it was a two years kind of studying to me because actually initially my sister wanted me to convert after my grandma died. But I, I told her that it doesn't make sense. I mean, what if after I Even what I mean, what if I come to a circumstances where I die, I die first, and I didn't say my shahada, and and like yeah, so so I say that sorry, I cannot be that. So I decided to since I'm turning twenty one, so I actually converted when I'm twenty lah. So uh, actually my yeah, so actually my tenth um tenth uh year of being a convert just passed, yeah, because I converted yeah I convert I converted on the fifth of Ramadan, mm. yeah. Yeah. So. Mashallah, yeah. mashallah. Congratulations yeah. for meeting, for reaching a milestone. I'm, I'm extremely, extremely happy for you, sister. Really, really, yeah, really an inspiration. <laughs> And uh, so ten years down, ten years down is a long ten years. Uh, a lot of experiences as a convert, a lot of learning curves to that you have mm. went past. So let's just say that's Ashalina, uh, Nur Ashalina Ang, right now, uh, who is 17 or 18 or even 19, uh, you know, going through the challenges that you. You had gone through, you know. What is one or two tips that you give her, just to help her along the way? I will say that, um, know Allah, know Allah that He is all. He He will always be here. He is closer than our juggler vein. He is all knowing, all seeing, and all hearing. Um, and without I mean, we we don't need Allah, but Allah. Ah, uh, no, Allah not only us, but we need Allah. Allah will always be here. For us, no matter what, yeah, he, yeah, because like you know, like when, uh, my father actually got to know, uh, that because my father he is actually partially deaf, so I cannot really talk communicate with him like how normal people talk to their dad. I have to raise my voice and all, but I don't want to raise my voice and also that at that point I has had I had been finally attending uh. Darakam classes, and I felt very bad that I did I had not been a good daughter to my father, so I decided to give um have a breakfast date with him and also at the same time to tell him that I am a Muslim. I cannot be like how they are like praying to idols and 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 etc. At the same time, I also like trying to spread that one to him that Quran is in Arabic and not in Malay. Yeah, so I I actually even offer him uh Quran in Chinese and all. Yeah. Then yeah. So at a point of time, he actually 
uh, got super mad and, and he's trying to like tame himself down. And because that time was 2010, uh, it was before, I think I haven't converted. Yeah. So, so yeah. Yeah, before that. So he actually knew then and had a, I had a work interview to attend to. So yeah, I told him that I need to go home first. Yeah, then after that, I was like kind of relieved. But the relief period didn't last long. My dad actually came home and shouted um, to uh, shouted to find and to look for my grandmother. And, and at that point of time, my great grandmother was still alive. She is a mashallah person. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she had that dementia, and she 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 was the only one who asked me if I had eaten. Whereby all other people actually like shun away from me. So alhamdulillah. Yeah, then, yeah, so so he actually shouted, uh, my dad actually shouted for my grandmother, but my grandmother uh, is, isn't at home. So, yeah, the another round of, like, tears coming down uh, from my eyes. Yeah, then, then yeah, I, t- I told myself, it's okay, it's okay, uh, it will be, it will be all right, Allah is with me. So, yeah, so I got ready, then I went out, and then, yeah, then after, the, like, during the, uh, I mean, I was like kind of panicked. I don't know what to do. So I actually texted my foster sister, who is my good friend also, that how uh, my my father actually, I actually told my father. Then I also told my sister, I actually told, told, told father that uh, I am a uh, Muslim. Then at a point of time, I actually realized something that at a point of crisis, whereby you hope that someone can give you a helping hand um, the creation like, like you're trying to find help from the creation nobody will be able to help you because the journey is your own only at this particular moment it is your journey you have to all you can rely is Allah so from there on I decided that nobody I can like really like rely on uh, except for Allah so I decided to okay whatever I will rely on Allah then whatever happen, happens so during the interview my grandmother called me like ask me where am I and all. I was like trying to hold my tears. Yeah. Then then yeah, she asked me faster come back home blah 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 blah. Then yeah. Then after interview, one of uh this uh, visitor, she's also a Australian Muslim. She's a convert as well. Uh, she's like my grandmother. Yeah. So she she was here. She was here in Singapore. So I went to actually find her. So in a bus where whereby I had to alight, my uncle actually I actually received a call from my uncle. He actually like scolded me very loud in on the phone that uh why did you tell your father such 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 a thing that you are Muslim, uh you cannot be reckless and all. And I tell him I told him that um I was also trying to hold my tears and tell him that because he's my father. Even though he's um partially deaf and all, he's still my father. So that that's that's whereby I decided to tell him because it's uh, is my father. So yeah, so I actually told him. So my uncle got very angry and all. Yeah, but I just yeah, I just said what what I I said, then hang up and yeah. So on the way towards finding my grandmother, my so-called foster, my my grandmother. She actually, uh, actually, like saw them, and I started to like bust up crying and all. But alhamdulillah, I think yeah. So my tips is to trust Allah and Allah alone. I mean, even that. I mean, trust Allah that Allah will 
replace people for you to guide you because frankly speaking when i was uh when i was ha- having a, my journey i didn't really had anyone to rely on yeah maybe it's just me and allah alone but i know that somehow rather allah will, i mean i start to learn that allah will like replace someone to me uh, yeah so yeah so so that's a tips that i can give to new muslim I I I learned something today, uh, from from your sharing, and and that is uh, it is your own journey at at points mm. of time where you have to go through, and yeah. that that is especially close to my heart because there were mm. times where I felt like it was entirely my own journey that yeah. no one in the world would or could help me, but yeah. I think tears would roll lah. But I think that that is that is really most likely when miracles will happen, you know. Mm. And, and miracles did happen lah for me. You you look at even look at the stories of the prophet when your mm. your your face you, you talk about Musa alaihi wasallam your face with a sea right in front of you mm. that 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 there's a huge sea and behind your face with uh, an army of disbelievers outnumbering you by 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 crazy ratios you know. You, you, he didn't know the sea was gonna split man. It was not revealed yeah. to him yet. But he had faith and people around him, the supposed believers were saying, you know, we are doomed. He kept faith. He said, if, if Allah, if my Lord is going to bring me here, he's going to bring us somewhere, you know. Mm. And then he was yeah. told to strike the, the sea. And then it, 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 it split and, and subhanAllah. And, and, and you, you talk about, you talk about uh, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He was having the worst time of his life in a year of sadness. And then yeah. he went to Taif and they, they pelted him with stones. And, and, yeah. and I guess that was really his lowest because uh, mm. he, 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 he was Don't bloody... Exactly, yeah, lost yeah. his supporters, you know. Yeah. And then subsequently, what happened on the way back? Uh, he, he met a few, uh, you know, people from, from Medina. Mm. <laughs> the six, six became 12. The 12 became the whole city. And, and mm. that, that is really, you know, eventually it became the entire entire Arabic peninsula. No one knew it was going to yeah. happen, you know. And then eventually he was going to be, he you know, 1,500 years later, he is named as, you know, top 100 most influential people mm. by times. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, uh, mashallah, it's, it's, it's really sometimes we have to go through the journey. It's our own journey. Yes. But also, then that is when Allah will show his power to us. It is our journey, but Allah backs us up. That's really the most powerful, the most potent of times. Uh. So, thank you so much. Uh, I've learned personally uh, something very, very, very close to my heart today. Uh, thank you for phrasing it out in words for me. I've never realized it until you said so. Thank you so much for your involvement in our episode today. And uh, if not, uh, let's end this session uh, with Tasbih Kafara. Subhanaka Allahumma bihamdika ashadu an la ilaha ila anta astaghfiruka wa tubi ilaik. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Wal asa innal insana lafi khus illa lazina amanu aminu salihati wa tawasabil haqi wa tawasabil sab. Alhamdulillah. All good that comes from this sharing is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And all that is uh, bad or all that is not palatable to to, to some people comes from us so please forgive us for our transgressions we are merely sharing experiences yeah so uh, thank you so much for tuning in once again so assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh